Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined by special guest, Mecca Malo, producer, beat maker, and nationally known. <laughs> we got the plaques in front of us. Yeah. We have one of the Milwaukee Padmasters. Um, I've been following his content for, for quite a while now. And, um, you know, I love the heart he has. I love uh, uh, his spirit really, really, really stands out with me. So um, before I had even got to this, I was like, you know what? We got to get him on. And um, to represent Milwaukee, what better way to do it? Mecca Malo. So without further ado. How you doing, Mecca? I'm great, man. I'm blessed. I'm blessed, man. Yeah, man. Been a long time coming, man. I see you out there. I see you at the Bucks games <laughs> doing the <laughs> symbols and all that. Uh, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. You know, it's a new year. You know, new ideas. You know, a new new uh, thought process and all that. So, you know, everything is good, though. Stay yeah. At least, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Life is a blessing, man. This Absolutely. year's, um, you know, it's a new year, so we're going to push through, you know. Jordan. Yeah. Jordan. <laughs> or should I say Yana? I'm about to be 34 on Monday. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah. I'm entering my year of Giannis yeah. and my era of Jordan because it's 2023. Oh, that's a nice combo. <gasps> that's no. a nice combo. <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's, uh, let's jump into it, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. Where are you from? I'm from Milwaukee, man. Born and raised, man. You know what part? Um, north, north side, pretty much. North I mean, side. You know, if you, I mean, yeah, if you, if you were born in the '80s, most likely you're from the north side. If you black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Milwaukee, Milwaukee, yeah. yeah, man. It's crazy how we, uh, how um, you know, it's it's separated. You know, I oh, love definitely. the city, but you know, you got South Side Hispanics, North Side Blacks. You know. Yeah. Uh, and you got your suburbs. But. Yeah. For the most part. And then you got West Dallas. Then you got West Dallas. <laughs> they out there. West Dallas. Look at that. <laughs> uh, no doubt. What was your childhood like? Oh, man, you know, um, wow. My childhood was um, just like any other childhood, man, with, you know, being being a young black child, man, growing up in um, somewhat of a single-parent household. You know, I did have a step-pops, you know, uh, there to help my moms out, but uh, he wasn't like uh, uh, like a like a father, he was just like, hey, hey, man, you know what your mama told you to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But other than that, man, it's like, um, you know, my childhood was, you know, Sega Genesis, toys, you know what I'm saying? Um, I wasn't in too much of a rush to grow older, you know what I'm saying? You know, we had, you know, the uh, the uh, uh, wrestling action figures with the wrestling ring and stuff like that, you know? You know, yeah. I played, you know, I had a, I had the radio flyer wagon, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I was just a kid, man, you know? Uh, you know, it was, it was, you know, you know, it was, it was times when we grew up with roaches. It was times we grew up, you know, um, it was times you wake up with gunshots and stuff like that. But you know, it's all part of the environment. Same here, man. I'm a single. Like until the age of thirteen, my mom had my step pops, but then step pops, he bounced. But um, yeah, roaches. It, it's a part of life, man. The yeah. whole growing up, you know. Um, Especially in the inner city, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, man. When we first moved here from uh, New York, we moved 
straight to the south side. Um, uh, we ranged anywhere from Greenfield to to Beecher. Beecher right. was like the last stop we was out before we moved to South Milwaukee. But um, you know, you gotta appreciate where you come from. Absolutely. And, and I love that you know the way you you put it when you were talking about how you grew up, because recognizing that. It, that's how you recognize your character. That's what mm-hmm. keeps you grounded, you know. Right. Um, definitely. So um, musical influences growing up, man. Oh, man. Um, you you seem to have this captivating thing about you and the music and just, like, your spirit yeah. all around. Like, who yeah. are musical influences of you? Um, man, a lot of people, man. A lot of people. I would say early on, uh, when I, well, Early on, I would say, like, DJ Quick, uh, Tupac, uh, mainly just, like, a lot of West Coast stuff because, like, my uncle used to watch me. He used to play a lot of Spice One, N.W.A., and stuff like that. And um, But I never really... Uh, what really influenced me to really start making music was uh, was uh, two people, Nas and DJ Quick. I know that's a crazy combination. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear some? Like, so, like, you know, when they talk about Jay and Nas. Yeah. I always stick with Nas. And and, and the reason why is because of his lyricism, because of what oh, yeah. how he speaks with his music. Yeah, yeah. It's so much more. It's like, look, I'm Puerto Rican. I did that ancestry. I'm African, West African. Right, um, right. You know, you find out Spaniard, West African, Taino, India. Right. But... You know, one thing that resonates with me is, is like, the impact of words. And when it comes to Nas, it's just like he embodied that. I love when um, him and uh, Marley's son, uh, Bob Marley's son, yeah, when they Distant linked relatives, up. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, the that was relatives, colossal. The, uh, that was, dis, the um, dis, Distant Relatives album, I think. Yeah. It was colossal, man. Yeah. So uh, so Nas, you said that. I, I'll let you get back to you. I just had to throw that in, man. <laughs> no, like Nas, Nas, DJ Quick. Well, DJ Quick was the first rapper that I seen that made his own beats, and he was known for doing both very well. You know, when I heard the Safe and Sound album, he came out with the Safe and Sound album. I think that was his, I think that was his second album. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, Safe and Sound album was, like, the first album that I really, like, heard as a, as a youngin um, from him that, I looked at the credits because, you know, it was like all tracks produced by DJ Quick and I'm hearing them rap. I'm like, oh, snap. That's that's yeah. that's yeah. a that's a thing, you know what I mean? And like Nas, because like you said, his penmanship and the way he was able to put words together and stuff like that. And then um and then it and then it came from that to, you know, even earlier than that, when I heard um the Tupac's Brenda got a baby, oh. uh, when I heard that, that level of storytelling really like made me fall in love with hip hop, made me want to Try my hand at it. That was one of the first songs I could remember. Mm-hmm. What, what year were you born? I was born in 1984. Okay, so I was born in 89. Mm-hmm. But I was probably around 5, 6 when Brenda... Brenda probably came out in 94, 94. I, I want to say 93. Would it be? Okay. I want to say like 92, 92 Ninety three, ninety four. Yeah, you probably yeah. right about that. Well, seeing it on MTV. Yeah, yeah. And just got a baby. You know, like man, that that's a yeah. That yeah, that was that was a record. <laughs> that was definitely a record. Yeah. So so Tupac, um, you know who was impactful with me on music, uh, Lauren Hill. Yeah, I love Lauren Hill too. Lauren, Lauren Hill. Hill. Got to. You got to. <laughs> love Lauren Hill, man. Yeah. So uh, 
So as far as your passion, um, what led you into that? Well, as far as um, just having the, the passion for music. Or- yeah, yeah, yeah. What led you into your your passion for music? I, I you said your musical influences. Um, yeah. What drove you into the lane of you getting into music? Um, well, my mom kept me doing things. Um, you know, um, I, I wanted to be a football. First of all, I wanted to be a comic book artist. Then I wanted to be a football player. My mom would let me play football. Then I tried baseball and I sucked. But then, um, you know, music was something that I was always gifted with. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so I think the passion really started to develop when I was in band starting in middle school. Um, I had a um, had a band director named Mr. Wilson that taught us a lot of things, and uh, we 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 uh, that was my first time um, being in a setting where uh, we're competing with the music. You know, yeah. I was in the marching band called Lake Band, and um, I played the snare, and um, that was like one of the times where we're actually competing with the music that we're practicing. So from there. I think being in a band, um, being in like a band type environment um, in which where we had to practice hard enough to put ourselves in a position to compete yeah. is what really developed my passion for it more. You know what I'm saying? Because you you um, gain this, this addiction for results. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gain this addiction to get better. And um, had it not been me being put in a band type situation where we're actually competing for something, you know, I probably wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't have had that passion that early. Yeah. Um what instrument you played in the band? I played snare. Snare. Yeah. Damn. You know, I always find that like, you know, man, my fourth grade I won a guitar and this is one of the biggest like cringes. If that wasn't a sign to follow music cuz I, I cuz I I write my own music. I I I had my little Go at it. I just decided, you know what, that if it if it's meant to be, it'll happen later. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. now, I'll focus on what I. But I got a, f- I won at a sock hop, uh, a guitar in the fourth grade. Mm. Now, what most people don't know about me is I can sing country, <laughs> so it's like guitar. Sing country. something right quick. Sing something right quick. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Round his daddy, taking them fishing when he was eight years old. <laughs> That's a little snippet, bro. You got to record that. Yeah, go, go, go but record that. Um, you know, country was a heavy influence for me because I, I like dope. I go around across the board. But winning that guitar in the fourth grade, I always tell myself I should <coughs> I should have learned it. I still can learn it, but absolutely, it just is what it is. So I give you props because if you, you know, you do you, to evolve in the way you have with your music, because man. The stuff you do with the pad, bro, that'll, for somebody who I've actually you, freestyled in, in in hallways in New York. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm originally from the South Bronx. Okay. Uh, after I graduated, being in a hallway, listening to those type of beats and actually rapping with, with people, freestyling, you know? So there's an appreciation. And then you saying you do instruments. You also be yeah. at the Bucks games. Yeah. What's the name of that crew? Um, Bucks Beats. Bucks Beats, yeah. Bucks yeah. Beats, you know. That's dope. How did you, how did you get that? How did... I audition. You it's audition? Like, it's, it's like, a, um, you know, can't talk too much about it because, you know what I mean, it's one of those things where it's like... Okay, you know, that's cool. But, uh, Bucks Beats is a, um, it is a drum line, um, that's, that's, that's a part of the Milwaukee Bucks. 
um, every um, before every season starts, there there is an audition. Um, even if you've been there the previous season, you still have to audition to uh, keep your spot. Yeah, and um, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's I have a I have a blast doing it. I, I no, I, no, I like everybody that I work with, and um, you know we have a blast. You know, it's one of those things where it's just it's always nice to put smiles on people's yeah. face while while they're at the game and make sure that their experience is as fun as possible. I I appreciate it. I always do take videos. I never knew you were on it, but yeah. when I'm at a Bucks game and I see them coming with the drums and doing all that, I always take a video. No and doubt. I'll put it on my Snap story or I'll put it, you know what I mean, I'll just have one of those videos from that game. But yeah, we have a blast out there. I, I bet. I bet you do, man. Like, I love it. What type of energy uh, you get from doing that? Just a, a lot of excitement, a lot of, um, you know, just... Just being excited, man. Just uh, really, just because it's it's really a it's really a privilege to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like something that is just given to anybody. It's like you know, if you audition, that means you you work to uh, yeah. a lot of people didn't make the team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, it's just just about going out there, having fun, keeping a smile on your face, um, and just going out there with the the highest amount of energy as possible. You can't go out there and be all, uh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> we in the fights of form. We got to hype the crowd up. You yeah. Know what I mean? So it's just all about just being the entertainer and just um, entertaining the crowd the best best way you can to make sure you increase their level of fun at that moment. That's awesome. And what drives your, uh, what drives your motivation? Because, you know, obviously, you know, you got to get the... You got to get the the crowd going, but you know every night you know we're human, so we go through our little. What what drives your motivation to uh, just 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 to make sure people leave knowing they had a good time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's pretty know. much like when I when I walk through those doors. You know, my own the the uh, the reason why we're hired is to make sure that um, we uh, give these people a good time while while they're there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, that's pretty much the, the uh, job description. You know what I mean, just yeah. make sure you go there with a high level of energy, and uh, make sure people leave with a smile on their face. You know? Yeah, rather rather the Bucks lose or not. You know what I mean, rather they lose yeah. or win, as long as everybody you know they 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 left with a free shirt. They left mm-hmm. with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. When did you start taking your music serious? Well, you started recording and. Yeah, I always took music serious. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, think I didn't when mean I started, it like, that, yeah. When I started, like, really, like, recording, recording. Yeah, yeah. 11 years old. 11 years old. Yeah, 11 man. years old. You talking um, cassette tapes? Yeah, man. <laughs> you you yeah, said 84, man. bro. I'm like, yo, ah. I, yo, yo, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. When I started recording, when I restarted, like, when I actually started recording, I was 11. I was working, uh, I recorded in this basement. Like, we was kind of still using reel-to-reels. Mm-hmm. We was using real to reels too, man. We was using uh, real to reels, and we were using cassette tapes. And then when I was able to get my own stuff, you know, I had the uh, Boss DR5. You know, I know a lot of people know about the Boss DR5, and um, you know, we had the uh, I had a Fostec, I had a Fostex. There's a Tascam. I'm sorry, Tascam, four track tape recorder. Mm-hmm. You know, a four track cassette recorder, and um, yeah, in a, in a Radio Shack mic. Oh wow! <laughs> Damn. I wish I still had those tapes, man. But we were spazzing, you know what I mean. But um, yeah, man. You know, I, like I'll say, I'll say, eleven years old was when I really started. Like, yo, I really want to be in the studio. I was like, going going inside the yellow page, just looking up recording studios, calling them. How much y'all charge for studio time? <laughs> 
Hey, mama, can I go to the studio? They charge 60 an hour. Boy, we ain't going to no studio for no 60 an hour. Yeah. Well, man, like, to to look at the content you, you've put out, yeah. I mean, you go to your page, your Spotify page, that's a lot. That's a lot of content you, you got. See you, you see that? Yeah. You see that? You see that? I do, man. It, 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 how much would you say content you have out there? That, I mean, dude, I was scrolling. Yeah. I was scrolling, yeah, bro. You, you see that? You see that. <laughs> what are type uh what are type of collaborations you've done? Oh, uh, man, um a lot, man. Um you know, um a lot of local collaborations. Um some some collaborations within the industry, you know. Um, you had you had Cassidy. Yeah, Cassidy. Let's play that um, real quick, bro. Okay. <laughs> Boss is back. Shout out Cassidy. Cassidy. Fire. Hey yo, Mecca. He shouted you out, bro. Right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it. Love. Grind, I put wild time into it. How many times a nigga got out of line and I responded to it? Yo, we- yeah, man, that's that's fine. You know, I wanna, you know, if I could, uh, let me tell a story about that session. So, um, I was in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, me and my nephew, uh, Sphinx, the guy, shout out to Sphinx. We had went to Atlanta, um, to uh, do some music or whatever. Um, and um, you know. My homie Rod Dollar was out there. I forgot he was out there. So he saw me post something on Instagram, like, yo, I'm in Atlanta. Then he hit me up immediately and was like, yo, you in my town? You ain't hit me? I'm like, oh, damn, I didn't know you was here. I thought you was in L.A., you know what I'm saying? Because last time I talked to him, he was in Cali. So, um, you know, we chopping it up. He was like, so what y'all here doing? I'm like, I'm out here just doing music, man, just trying to get in the studio, do what I can do while I'm here, while I'm here, while I'm here. And uh, he was like, yo, I can get you in the studio with some cats. And um, I was like, who? And he named the list of cats that I can get in the studio with. And um, Cassidy's name came up. Cassidy's one of my favorite rappers ever. Like, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm man. Cassidy. Bars. So, you know, yeah, man. Bars is back. You know, shout Bars out to Cass. Yeah. So, um, you know, when he told me Cassidy, I was like, yo, Cassidy, just get the studio with Cass. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then um, he made a couple phone calls and was like, you know, um, he got a price, you know what I'm saying? Told me the price, I, and, and I honored it. And the, the, the next day, I was in the house of hits in Atlanta with Cassidy. And um, it's crazy because, you know, when he, uh, it took him a while to get there. It was some stuff with the, I ain't, it was some stuff with the Cash App stuff because, you know, you got to transfer the money and long story. But we ended up getting this money, and um, he had came, and um, he was walking in to me playing that beat. Oh, that wow. was the first BDA. Like he walked in hearing that beat and was like, oh, yes, yeah, it's hot right now. We introduced ourselves. Yo, this this the beat right here. I was like, well, it's one of them. He was like, yeah, go ahead and keep keep that playing. He went right in his backpack, grabbed his notebook, and he was writing. And like I turned around kind of like so I could check out the beat. I turned back around. He was done with his verse already. Yeah, bro. Like in like, I'll say five, ten minutes. Damn. And like, you know, it's crazy because like um he was ready to he was already in the booth. Like, yo, we gotta track the beat out. So uh we tracked the beat out and all that. He got the booth and he did his thing and um yeah, the rest is history. And then like um that session, even after that, that was all we recorded that day, and the rest of the session we just chopped it up and just um pretty much just chopped it up the um rest rest of the night. And um, you know, I got a lot of game from him. Uh, Cassidy is a real dude, man. That 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 was really a um, 
a very dope moment for me. You know what I'm saying? To be in the same room with one of my favorite rappers and actually working with him. And it, and it was a good experience. It yeah. wasn't like a, this dude is an asshole. He's a, it was a good experience. You know what I mean? So That's colossal, bro. Shout out to Cass, man. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and with that, you know, that tells you the volume of work you put out where even it, it gets recognized like that. Yeah. To have that opportunity, most don't ever get. You know, yeah, man. you know how hard it is, how how much of a struggle it is in the music industry to 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 catch a break. Yeah. So for you to say, hey, I got Cassidy, man, I was yeah, Cassidy, man, Fred the Godson. I was able to work with wow, Fred the Godson for real. He away. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. the Godson, yeah, man. bro. Man, I got a song with him called "How About Some Hardcore," man, and um, that was. Oh. Right before he passed away, man, and um, you know, I had the song for a while, and uh, it took me a while to even release it after he passed. It took me a while to even drop it, but um, yeah, that was a dope uh, that that was a dope situation too. I wasn't in the in the in the studio with him like I yeah. was with Cass, but you know, uh, that was just dope to just you know have because Fred the Godson was on his way up. Like he was oh, definitely, man. MCs that was I was sad man. to see him go. He's man. supposed to still be here creating yeah. waves, man, because he was. He's definitely one of the illest MCs that I've ever heard. His so. tone and his delivery. Yeah, man. Like, dog, I, I can't tell you, like, man, when I first, man, what video was it? They had a video of him I saw on YouTube, and it dude was just, just grinding it He's out. He's nice. He's nice, nice, smooth. Who were some uh, mentors of yours that have guided you through the, um, you coming through a music industry? Um... Well, my um, band director, of course, uh, from yeah. back in the day, Mr. James Wilson, um, definitely one of my first uh, biggest mentors in my life. Man, he used to come pick me up for um, he used to come pick me up for um, band band rehearsal and stuff like that, and, and different events, and uh, really took me under under his wing. Um, who else? Um, Godzilla, of course. Um, Talk about Godzilla. So yeah. my audio engineer uh, was. In school with Godzilla at Madison Media Institute. at Madison, yeah. his name's Michael Cooper. Yeah, and they were—I I forgot how the story goes—but he ended up becoming the dean while he was there. Oh, nice! Like he was a student, and then he became a dean, and he was basically—I mean, I forgot the story, but uh, yeah. So I, I know who you're talking about when you say yeah, Godzilla, yeah. but legend, man, man, beast, legend, a beast. Man. Well, you guys were actually, uh, you know, you created Padmasters. Yeah, I created the team. Yeah, you created a team. You recruited, you recruited, and um, yeah. Um, let me stop right there, man. You still talking about your mentors? I'm, I'm over here. Oh, that's cutting okay. In. That's a, no, no I, but like, yeah, I like got Godzilla, Feral Gamo, of course, one of them. Um, but you know, of course, my biggest mentor is my mom. You know, rest rest in peace. But. You know, um, other, other than that, man, you know, I, I got I got a few people that really in, in inspired different uh, avenues in my life. Like my homeboy, the, like my one of my mentors too. Growing up, too, a mentor, best friend, is my business partner as well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And um, you know, uh, he's he's been very in instrumental in my de development throughout the years. What's his too, name? So. Demero, Demero, okay, got you. But we call him I ID. That's his nickname. Okay, got you. Boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out, sh shout out to D, man. It was good. Yeah. So you created Padmasters. Yeah. And you recruited. 
Yeah. You recruited some of the, the hottest artists out in, in Milwaukee. Yeah. Standing. And bam. Look at yeah. look at that plaque right there, man. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Look at that plaque. plaque for the live. We're doing this for the live. <laughs> no but um, how was it? How was it doing that? Because even before you 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 made Padmasters, you got this national. No, this is this this is oh, this, this is the same. This this is the plaque. This is the certificate. The, okay, the belt gotcha. isn't here. The, the belt is um, the belt is with with a different Padmaster right now. Before you started Padmasters, um, you actually won a solo beat. Yeah, I won the um, beat battle, or was um, it? Um, I won the Cream City Beat Battle Volume Two in um, two two thousand nineteen. Man, yeah, I won that. You're just a beast, and then you follow up with this. Um, recruiting these guys, how did how was that? What was the mind mindset through the recruitment process of putting this all star team together? Just get the get the best producers in, in Milwaukee. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like I like I don't want to be one of those teams that just get producers from their city just because they I want to get the best yeah that's going to increase our chances of winning you know so um that was my that's just my thought process to make sure that our team have the best that that Milwaukee has to offer you know yeah. you know I mean we, we, we this is the Avengers this is the yeah know, yeah so that's pretty much what what I was trying to do what I what I am doing you know is making sure that uh our team is in tip-top shape Ready, ready to compete against any team, and and put ourselves in the position to win every 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 time. So, so who's a who's a part of this team? Um, right now, we're going through a um, well. Last year's roster is yes. um, last season's roster. Um, me, Godzilla, Classic, Chef Boy, JC, um, uh, Jalen Jalen Rose, Elite Tracks, uh, Tomb Beats, Fair Joy. And who else am I missing? Twanji, Pharaoh. We got we we, we you know we got a deep squad, but this year we gonna have some tryouts to give other people a chance to you know actually get a chance to compete. So yeah, you know um you know um, even if you were on the team last season, you still have to try out to keep your spot. Oh, got you. Well, it's fair. It's fair. Um. So, you know, through this accomplishment, because this is nationally known now. Yeah. This is this is this is official. It's official, man. Man. Um, who presented you with the reward uh, the award? Um, um, um Chew, Chew the Specialist and Michael Wright Senior. Um, they actually um flew here from Atlanta to to give us our award. Yeah. I saw a clip you yeah. put up the other day where you were in your, your a solo session where you were with the board and they were watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, pretty yeah. dope. Oh man. yeah, that that was one of the rounds. I think that yep. was the finger jumping round mm -hmm. versus um, Shaw City Loops in the playoffs. Who? Um, so all these teams. How many teams are in this league? About seven. Seven. It, sh it should be more in season three. Um, it's gonna be more teams in season three. I had. It's it's a question. It's two questions. Before you got in, who? Before you got into the competition where it was actually facing off, who did you think had the most potential? And then when you actually, this is the other question, then once you got into the, the actual battles, who did you see as being 
like one that you you were gonna have a problem with, like one going out all the way. Well, you mean like teams? Yeah. Um. Well, season two, well, season one was you know all you know you had all the teams there and. Mm-hmm. Um, Season two was a little different because the top teams that were in season one mm-hmm. um, weren't in season two. Like ATL Track oh. Monsters uh, in South Florida Faders didn't battle in season two. Oh wow! Um, also, Houston Base Runners they did a few battles, but when they battled us, that was they they kind of like just quit that battle. They only turned in two rounds. We won by like a billion points, and they just didn't battle no more. They just quit. Yeah. Um, mid-season. So, um, you know, um, the teams that we really wanted to battle the most, we weren't able to, you know, battle them in season two. Yeah. Um, you know, um, but um, they'll be back in season three. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just don't – my thing is with that, you know, some of those teams, I don't want them to be like, oh, yeah, y'all won because we wasn't there. Nah, hell nah. You, you know what I'm saying? I don't I do not want to hear that at all. You know what I'm saying? At at the end of the day, um, our team came with it. We turned in all our stuff. We made ourselves available. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We're consistent and um we're we're we, we we constantly get better every battle and we're just consistent. We haven't missed a battle. Yeah. We haven't missed a battle. We only lost out of all of our battles, we only lost two battles. And those two battles we lost were last was what was the first season. Mm-hmm. We lost our first two battles. And we ain't lose since. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like season one, we started that season 0 and 2. We finished 4 and 2. Yeah. And then going to season two, we won seven straight battles. Damn. You know what I'm saying? We was undefeated in season two. So, you know, at the at the at the at the, at the end of the day, Milwaukee Pad Masters, just know we're gonna come with it regardless of who's on the opposite end. We don't care. And yeah. then, and uh, if we know that we're facing a challenge. We're gonna rise to the occasion. We're gonna yeah. do what we gotta do to make sure we adjust the team, to make sure we match up well well against that team. So we really don't really care who we battle. We can battle battle aliens from Mars for all our kids. <laughs> yeah. We gonna we gonna come with it and bring it. Um how's it how how important is it to um for you and now that you you got your team uh working with the community with our inner city youth? It's very important, man. We can't give up on these little niggas, man. Yeah. We can't give up on the little fellas, man. At the end of the day, you know, um, it's already hard enough for them as it is, you know, being around the people that they're around because, you know, we're living in fatherless America. So these kids is around another kid going to the same situation, the same environment, you know, it's blind leading the blind. You know, we need more OGs like us, more more older heads, man, that, Kind of pull these kids to the side and, you know, kind of tell them that, like, yo, hey, I believe in you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We got to try. And uh, if that don't work and if they go off and just do their own thing and make their own decisions after that, then, hey, at least you can say you tried. But yeah. we, can't, we can't give up on the youth. We got we to, you, once you get to a certain point, it's kind of your responsibility to put something in, in place for the uh, youth. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you've come from the same environment and the same conditions that they came from. Yeah. Um. What's most important to you when you, when you creating your music? That is that is, that is raw. Yeah. That it come out banging. 
That's it. It's uncut, bro. Make sure they cut our bangers, man. Make sure the final product is nice. That's it. How how yeah. how is um Milwaukee attributed to your success? I mean, man, um, we get a lot of support here, man. You know, um, I guess it it contributes to my success in terms of like being here doing music make you work even harder mm-hmm. because it's like one of those it's like that sense that a thought process that nobody's really coming here to check on us so we got to scream louder we got to make louder music banging music we got to just be more you know um i don't really know how to answer that because i'm not like you know mm-hmm. uh, M- milwaukee is a it's a weird place like yeah. that to it's 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 kind of a weird, uh, you know. Well, it's gritty. It's, yeah, Milwaukee is yeah. tough. It's tough yeah. to be here. Yeah, it is. It's tough to be here. So I think if anything, it's like that diamond in 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 the rough type thought thought process where, you know, pressure makes 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 diamonds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think you know in that regard, um, Milwaukee has helped me um, as far as um, growing up here and you know, what it what it made me. Yeah, you know what I mean. I I'll tell you like I'm from I'm I was born in the South Bronx, but then I moved here like six months later. So yeah. I've always been raised in Milwaukee. But um, you know, I try telling people, or you know, the way they talk about Milwaukee, they think we either farmland or you know, like we ain't that that hostile. But man, you go to the wrong side, like you can learn what reality is real quick. That's just ignorance. And, 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 it's just ignorance. Like, yeah. Like people that you know think that Milwaukee is just like yep. farmland. It's just it's just ignorance. They don't they don't know. Yeah. They don't never been here before. That's, but it's it's also knowing that you know, yeah, this place is gritty and it's hard. Winters can be cold. My boy mm-hmm. Hectic said that winters could be real cold if you don't know what you're doing out here. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, man, absolutely. But. You know, gotta love Milwaukee because it really builds the character. It shows you how tough are you. I mean, I there was a point in my early twenties where, um, you know, making you make choices that have consequences. Actions oh, have yeah. consequences. So when I'm over here hopping house to house, I can't blame anyone but myself. Oh yeah. And doing that, that'll that'll teach you enough to who, what do you want to be, who you want to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Yeah, man. Life. Milwaukee will teach you some lessons, Jack. Yeah. What type of um, legacy you trying to leave behind with this, you know? I wish you had your machine here, too, bro. Oh, man, I'll go crazy, man. I would have told you to hook, right hook it up. Well, yeah, you could hook it up right to the board. Next time, like, next time. Boom, boom. Next time. I thought we was going to be filming it. I thought I ain't oh, yeah. yeah. Next time, next time. Yeah, but, um, uh, man, I just... uh. I want that Quincy Jones legacy, man. You know, uh, I, w- I want to be one of those pr- producers that did so much for the culture. To, uh, you know, I just want to bring people people together, man. You know what I'm saying? And and make dope music. I think that's pretty much what I want. I, I really want to have that Quincy Jones type legacy. I, I want to be the, the one of the greatest producers of all time. One of the not only producers, just the greatest. I want to be one of the greatest artists of all times. You know, um, and this it's a lot of hard work that comes with with that. I I ain't gotta be, you know, um, 
you know, like all over the place with it or, you know what I mean? I just want to be recognized by music people, uh, by other creatives as one of the greatest. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Without getting too commercial out here. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's kind of when you get to those aspects of things, it get kind of spooky. But, you know, as it comes to other musicianships and, and other things like that, I just want to be recognized and, and I'm highly re- revered as one of the best, as one of the greatest. And, you know, um, as, long, as long as I keep doing what I'm doing and keep working hard at bettering my craft every day, that's it's not going to be hard to reach. Well, I'll tell you right now, like, I've, I've seen it. I've acknowledged um you know, and I hope you understand. Like you on a platform with a lot of, a lot of highly successful, even you know, just regular blue collar. Like it varies, but it all it all shows Southeast, Milwaukee and Southeast Wisconsin. So right, you, right. The the lineup you're a part of. Just know, I do notice that. That's why I wanted you on here, mm-hmm. man. Today, like, or it, it happened yesterday, but. You know, someone I really looked up to, uh, like, and I've heard his voice since I was a kid, Reggie. Reggie, Reggie smooth yeah, as yeah, butter yeah. brown. Finally got him for an interview, so I'm looking forward to that. That's, like, definitely a part of my come up, just listening yeah. to him on the radio. And now I got him a part of to, to do an interview. It's a, it's a blessing, man. And meeting individuals like you, man, mm-hmm. like, it's... This goes to show how special this city is. Like, oh, very sad. Yo, this, 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 this city is, and just even with some of the uh, music industry people that I talk to, man, um, um, a lot of money is coming here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anybody that's listening, a lot of money is coming here. So you get yourself in position to get some of this bread, man. Because I'm yeah. telling you, um, you know, if you're one of them people that, um, <laughs> That left Milwaukee to go somewhere else, and you started like dogging Milwaukee. Oh man, you missed out, man, because you ain't gonna be able to come back to collect. Nah, man. You know, and I ain't gonna come back and collect. I've been saying this. I feel like it's a bubble right now, ready to pop. And like when it pops, it's just like you, you know, there's a lot of development, Mm -hmm. development going on in the city. Yeah. um, Through Walker's Point, through right by the the Pfizer. but definitely, man, um, you know, love for the city, man. Yeah, I love Milwaukee. And man, I, lo- you know. I love what you're doing, man. you representing, bro, and putting the Milwaukee on the map with that Pad Masters, you know? Yeah, man. Where do, you, where do you see yourself in the, in the next five years? Rich as fuck. Rich as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, next five years, um, you know, um, man, I see myself, you know, uh, being where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, probably much sooner than that. But five years, I'll be pretty comfortable in, in, in where I need to be. Well, I'll tell you, be f- you, you ready fire, and this is an example. If you keep this up, man. Yeah, my niggas know the vibes. I just wanna feel the vibes though. Can't run from what is destined. Where you gon' hide for? Said you kept it real, yet and still, why did you lie though? This for my niggas sitting in prison, living with high hopes. You can get the paper, it's easy. Just gotta focus more. Ball out, dub your opponents till you don't know the score. No access, they don't wanna give you an open door. I do my best while going through stress. That's why I'm smoking more. Vibrations at an all time high. I'm feeling right. I was in jail, went to my cell when they was finna fight. 
None of my business, I'm no witness, that ain't the vibe They call me black, Afro-American, but that ain't my tribe A lot of bullshit, if it's stupid, then I won't let it slide Facebook footage of murders, how can we let it ride? Never let these devils correct me, got too much pride inside Rather be solo, dolo, you ain't gotta ride <laughs> Turn my dreams into reality Thinking back when I was a youth Could have been a casualty Left the hood alone My niggas, they was mad at me I saw a kid get murdered for nothing And that was sad to see A man's spiritual, no religion You get the church money You ain't got a pot to piss in Yeah, my mind states winning Oh, four pistons Don't kill my vibe, motherfuckers Keep vision Hey, that's yeah. fire, bro I heard that no That, doubt, that that's deep. Shout out to Jose, man. Vibes. Hey. Um, what is advice you look? What is advice you would give to to our inner city youth? Uh, for inspiring um aspiring beat makers okay. from our inner city. Inspiring bad. beat makers? Yeah. Um better your craft, man. Don't get comfortable. Better your craft. Do stuff that's uncomfortable to get better. Look at YouTube videos. Um Really study your strengths, study your weaknesses, and do everything you can to strengthen your weaknesses. You know what I mean? Um, um, look at the greats. Study the greats. Um, you know, uh, practice. Practice, practice, practice. That's And, like, don't give up. Don't give up, man. That's pretty much it. Just practice and don't give up and and before you know it, you're gonna be, you know, uh, uh, you're gonna be dope. You're gonna be fired. Can't nobody, won't nobody be able to? Cats gonna be beating down your door trying to get beats from you. You know what I'm saying? But just don't give up and just better your craft and and um, go to YouTube, you know, university sometimes if you got yeah. to. You know what I mean, learn more. Just never, no matter how many black belts you obtain, always keep a white belt mentality. You know what I'm saying? And always yep. keep yourself in a position to learn. You know what oh, I, mean? I like that how you put that, man. Yeah. Man, well, I appreciate you, man. Coming no, on here. Appreciate you too, man. No doubt. Hey, you too, for man. real, Thanks man. Thanks for having me on the show. For real. Sharing man. your truth. Yeah, showing, yeah. you know, showing basically the world. Because the world going to hear this, man. No you doubt. Know, I, got my, I got my vision set to where... You know, this is the come up. I'm building something. Mm -hmm. It's definitely building. Absolutely. And I when, see it. When I it, see it. When it comes together, you just know you you one of them. You no there. Doubt. Like, you know, the pride I take in this city, man, I just want people to see their, like, who they are, man. Like, mm -hmm. and understand their worth. Because I, I feel like in this day and time, like, people lose track of that. And, and man, we got to stay united. And we got to stay you know, just right. help, man. It, this is life. We only have one life, so we, we actually need each other now more than we ever have. So, you know, um, it's just one of those things, man. I just never been. I never been one of those. I never been a hater, man. I always show love. Always want people. I want for everybody what I want for myself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, I can't. You know, I just. Uh, I want to see everybody win, man. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't want people to see me win. I won't no, want nobody to hate on me because I'm winning. Yeah. You know, um, there's no reason to hate on somebody that's winning because everybody wants to win. So it's like, if, if if anything, ask that person how they want so you can win too. Yeah. Or you study that man's moves, see how they won, and then get your shit off. Like, 
take care of your stuff, what what you got to do so you can put yourself in a position, position. to win too. Just be inspired, be motivated by others that's winning. Don't be hating because somebody winning and you not. I'll I, I tell you through this platform and the mentors I've acquired, you know, just, man, I try to, after every interview, I'm asking, like, you know, um, and they answer, you know, because yeah. everyone has a different definition of success. There's a, yeah. Anyone you ask, it's always a different. But for the most part, you know, um, I appreciate you coming on here, man. No doubt, man. So, yeah, dope. so let's let's say it correctly this time. Mecca Malo. Mecca Malo, yeah. Mecca Malo. <laughs> Shout out to Keith Turner. <laughs> Keith Turner from the National Beat Battle Association. You know, I, I love you, Keith. Yeah. Such a sweetheart. Keith Turner's a sweetheart, man. Um, she said my name wrong on the National Beat Battle Association <laughs> for two seasons. Uh, I have not corrected her at all. I don't know why. I just you slipped my mind, but it was like ah, whatever. But uh, she, what she said, she said Mecca Malo. Yeah, that's what she said. God. Some people say Mecca. I think. I think when I first met Tweezy, Tweezy called me Mecca Moolah. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. You know. So everybody got. It is what it is, man. It's, I think it's one of those things. I just let people people just say what they want. Be, to say. Yeah. Eventually, I'll correct them, but it's not a big deal. Where can they um? Where can they uh, search up your music? Oh, uh, man. All you got to do is type in M-E-C-C-A-H space M-A-L-O-H. You can type that in on YouTube, Google, Spotify. Just type that name and just type in my rap name. And like like, like my man said, a whole list of this, a whole list of CDs going to pop up. out of CDs, videos, beat battles. I got a lot of work out here, man. Do we catalog is crazy? Do we stay mysterious? Do we say our government name, or are we just stay mysterious with Mecca? No, my name. No, no, my real name Jarvis. Oh, I, I thought yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, bro. Iron Man computer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on here, man. No it's doubt, been a man. pleasure. Thank you, you. You already know what it is. Spearhead conversations out.